Hey girl, this is Kay Marie, and I am pleased to introduce to you Essential Conversations with Kay Marie. I am joined by my beautiful and brilliant sisters, Natasha Toddy Weston and Casey Ariel. Essential Conversations is a podcast where we talk about all things essential for the Black woman. Sometimes conversations can get deep. It's painful, but I know I'm not willing to hang up who I am. Other times, we keep it light and fun for when we just need a good laugh. Yes, guys! Come on! We talk about motherhood, love, CEO moves, and celebrating all the essence and glory of Black women. So pull up, sis, join our girl chat, and get ready to leave on a natural high. Hey, girl, hey! So, y'all, I am so, 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 so excited to announce this new podcast, Essentials with Kay Marie. This is a podcast where I talk with my sister friends, Natasha Toddy Weston and Casey Ariel. We have been friends for a while now, and I just thought it would be perfect, perfect, perfect for us to come together, have some real, authentic Um, unfiltered girl chat, right? And just talk about things that we need to hear as Black women. And I just thought this was a perfect time because the one thing that the pandemic has taught me was that I missed connection, right? I miss connecting with my girlfriends. I miss connecting with just phenomenal women who inspire me. Um, And so I wanted to bring us together so that we could spark those conversations and um, just have talks to renew the soul, right? And and to, I don't just make us feel good, right? So without further ado, um, I'm going to introduce myself and then I'm going to let my two uh, sisters introduce themselves. I am Kay Marie. I am a photographer and self-love and soul care advocate. Um, I reside in Somerville, South Carolina, which is around the Charleston area. I am a candle maker. I am now a podcast host. I am a writer. I am am a whole bunch of things, right, (laughs) as an entrepreneur. And uh, yeah, I'm just allowing myself to be and to grow into the journey into the woman I'm supposed to become. So that is me. KC, you up next, boo. Okay, girl. (laughs) Hey, y'all. Hey, what's popping? I am KC Ariel. I am elated to be part of this food for the soul on the Reggie, on a regular basis. Uh, This is so needed. And I love these women. (laughs) Um, Yes. Kristen and I met back in college, and since then, we've just been Sister Flames. Um, And then by way of Kristen, I met uh, Natasha, I'd say probably in the last two years. I think it was right when the pandemic was starting. I heard Kristen uh, on her podcast, on Natasha's podcast, and I listened in. I was like, oh, she's five. So I bought her books, et cetera, and uh, we collaborated in different ways since then. But uh, as for me... (laughs) I am a tech founder, founder of Blaze Group, LLC. I am a published author, uh, the author of Pain Unseen, The Truth That Lie Beneath My Strength, a memoir. Uh, I am 
a poet, quite honestly, a creative. Um, I am a lover uh, of an incredible man uh, from Tanzania. We just got engaged over the holiday. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. Uh, and I'm a podcast host, podcast uh, host of Free Black Girls, the podcast. So happy to be here. Love and light to everybody. And it's up. Yes. And it's stuck. Yes. Toddy, what's up, boo? I love it. Congratulations, Casey. Like, let, let's just stop for a minute. Like, what congratulations. On the you, Mama. Oh, I was, so like, I was, like, over here on, on my living room couch, like, cheesing. And, like, my Aww. friend was like, what you so happy about? <laughs> I said, my just got a cake. Girl, thank you, Mama. <laughs> So I'm loving it. I'm inspired, sis. And I know we're going to get into that probably. You already know. I'm really happy for you. Thank you so much, Mama. Thank you both. I appreciate it. But as Casey said, I'm Natasha Toddy Weston, and I'm so excited. Like, it feels like Christmas today (laughs) just to be here with the two of you. Um, Like Casey mentioned, I met Casey through K-Marie. And Kristen and I, Kristen started as my photographer, which I saw, I found her on Instagram and she took bomb pics for black women. And I was like, oh, I need her. She was all over Instagram as like the photographer for black women. So I was like, I need her. And immediately, as soon as we met, she made me feel so comfortable. And I had never had that experience with a photographer. I think I shared with you my past experiences were like trauma, Mm -hmm. like pure trauma. Mm -hmm. And she just had this aura about herself that I knew was different. And I knew that it would go beyond just work, a work relationship. And since then, K-Marie, you've been one of my most treasured friendships just because of your energy your light and so when Casey came around also like when I started learning about her it was very familiar Mm -hmm. and so when we were talking about the podcast and you was like I want you and Casey's co-host I was like count me in yeah (laughs) it's like you know I was telling when when we talked about it on Casey it was almost like I was like I be feeling Casey she all the way in Africa but I could feel her energy likewise sis likewise and that's just like it's so rare. So thank you, K Marie, for having me. I am honored to be here. And so as far as my like professional introduction, <laughs> I am the CEO of Tot Spot Media and Tot Spot Network. I primarily help small business owners to stake their place online through digital content and digital marketing. And I have been doing this thing for over 10 years and I absolutely love it. So being here as your co-host today is just, I'm honored. Like, honestly, I'm just honored to be in your presence and to have conversation with the both of you. And I'm super excited about the future of this show. Y'all gonna make me cry. Already. We ain't even starting. <laughs> I love y'all deep, man. I love y'all deep. This, this. Love you too. Right here is just. I just feel it way down deep in my soul. This is going to be amazing. This is going to be restoring. It's going to be healing. Um, It's also going to be fun, right? I I don't want people to think that you come here to talk about deep shit all the time. You know what I'm saying? Of course, it's necessary for sure. 
Um, but I want, I want this to feel like a real girl chat where you just pull up, you need a good laugh. We're going to give you that. You know what I'm saying? You need some tea. We're going to give you that. Right. Um, and so I just, I really thank the both of y'all and I appreciate y'all so much. And to whoever is listening, these two ladies right here, when I tell y'all they are brilliant, like brilliant, <laughs> they have literally tapped into their purpose and their gifts and they just doing a damn thing. And, and I am so excited to be alongside you both in your journey. And we just, you know, we, we, we winning right now. We winning. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, let's get into it. So wait, Kristen. Y'all, Kristen is dope too. Shadi was on a Super Bowl commercial. So let's not oh, get stop. that. Listen. <laughs> listen. Shadi was on a Super Bowl commercial prime time. So she the one. She the one that's five five. I just had to throw that in there. You know, since we're playing. Middle of the endemic. Let's yeah. add to that. In the Panini. Come on now. In the- not the Amarion. The middle not of the Amarion. The original. The OG. The, okay. the OG. The <laughs> Y'all crazy. <laughs> y'all crazy, man. Thank you. I love y'all. <laughs> All right. So let me get into a little bit of how I know both of you all and what I love most about y'all. Casey, we met in college. We attended the University of South Carolina in Columbia and we became line sisters. Yeah. So shout out to Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Uh, yes. So yeah, we are Lion Sisters and we just immediately connected like on yeah. on a deeper, on a way deeper level of just, you know, learning, okay, this is my Lion Sister, you know, yeah. um, I, we go to school together, but it was just immediately, I felt so safe and free yeah. around her to share whatever was on my heart, whatever I was going through. And we were busy. We were both in committed relationships. We were both, you know, in the book. And so we, you know, we didn't see each other that often. But when we did, baby, it was just like, man, we've known each other for years and we could sit and talk for hours and hours and hours. And that's how it's always been. Like, even when, you know, you moved out to the Bay Area and I hadn't seen you in years. And as soon as we caught up with each other. Yep. It's like you never <laughs> miss the beat, right? Uh, exactly. And so I always appreciate friends like that because I'm I'm a true minimalist friend. Like I I'm not the one to <laughs> text and call you all the time. I check in on you when it's I need to, right? <laughs> you know, I check in my when my spirit says check in on your sis. You know what I mean? And when we do, it's always love. It's always always love. And so, um, and she's just been a huge a huge inspiration to me as far as um. Being an entrepreneur, even though she she thinks she started after me, but I feel like it was always way down deep in her soul to be an entrepreneur. And so <laughs> watching her moves, it's, yeah. it's inspired me. So that is how I met Casey. Toddy, she hired me to take some pictures for her. She was one of the first people that I met when I actually moved here um, in the Charleston area. And what I loved about her was like, if I catch her in the right moment, I can hear her Geechee, right? I can hear that she from. <laughs> yeah, that is she from okay? Is she from the low country? But then she also puts on this, like this, this boss, like she puts on this coat, right? And it's like she in the zone. She getting shit done and doing it. 
effortlessly with very low to probably no resources at some times. Like she's blown my mind and in ways of learning about her journey, how she started, where she is today and where she is going. And I just knew, I was like, even if she don't hire me to take pictures again, I got to be in her circle. (laughs) So we've been connected since. Um, and it's, and it's truly been a, um, business relationship that grew and flourished into that. That's my sister. Right. She's not a client. She's not a I don't even call her a friend. That's my sister. And so, yeah, it's, it's been beautiful to see her even evolve and elevate in her career and doing boss moves. And um, that's how I met these two young ladies. And then when I saw that Toddy was on Casey's show. Look at God. Look at God. It's crazy. Won't he do it? I said, well, hold on <laughs> Yeah, that was you, though. We met through you. you That's know? crazy. That's so crazy. And I and I truly enjoyed that show, that segment. And I was just like, damn, I need these two ladies. Like, I need to be talking. There's so much that we talk about. So just imagine if we all came together, right? Powerful, powerful, powerful. So that is uh, why I decided to start Essential Conversations with these two lovely ladies. And I just can't wait to get into some crazy conversations, (laughs) some funny conversations, some intimate conversations, everything that is essential for the black woman. I love it. Thanks girl. I'm so excited to be here. I mean, girl, like when you you said, can y'all be, I said, it was like, it's just, you know, it, it was no question. And honestly, I don't know about you, Casey, but like I don't say yes to everything at this point in my life. It, it, it gotta make sense. It has to feel like it's gonna flow. And I knew for sure, just based off of um, your podcast, when you invited me on, like we could have talked all day. <laughs> Literally, could have talked all day. And so I enjoy conversations like that. And it's you can't have these conversations with everybody, or at least you mm-hmm. feel you you can't. So I'm excited. This podcast and like what it's going to do for the rest of our sisters out there who don't have a Casey or K Marie mm. or a Toddy in the corner. Mm. I feel like it's going to really transform some lives and let black women know like it's okay to be useless. Like the good part of you and the bad part. It's Facts. so cute. Facts. So I'm excited about that. Uh, I say, I say, Natasha, like, that's exactly where my mom went when Kristen was going down memory lane. Like, she talked about us, you know, being line sisters, right, and really forming our relationship then. And I'll never forget, like, when we came out and my dad saw pictures, I like, it was nothing to me, but, like, me and K. Marie had on, like, these black line jackets in one of our, like, pictures. I don't know where we, and he was, like, black. He was, like, y'all AKAs with black Line check is y'all wrong. I'm like, this us, man. Like, we got some thugging, right? You know, okay. And <laughs> that's how it's always been. Like, uh, so I'm. I think this is gonna be refreshing for black women to see themselves, like not the you know polished, straight laced, whatever performative, you know, version of self of ourselves we've learned to be to survive and thrive, but mm. like. To take up space in authenticity. And I think that's what we empower each other. I'll say the three of us now, right? Now that we're connected to do, like we encourage each other to do that thing. Even if it's, you know, we're nervous about it. Like, cause like black women need to see this, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. 
That's a fact. That's a fact. So, yeah. Casey, so I believe in giving people their flowers when they're here to receive. Hello. And yes, I just want to not only this is get engaged, which we need the details, boo, just saying. She is also celebrating her two year publication anniversary for her first Woo-hoo! book, Pain Unseen, yes. the memoir. Can we get in a little bit of that? Tell the people if they do not know already about your book, where you were in that time, how and how long did it take you to start from finish? Yeah, it's so deep. Like, as you're saying that, like, I'm already in a vein because, like, for those who don't know, like, that book was born out of trauma and pain. Like, pain unseen, the truth that lie beneath my strength was really telling the world, like, yo, 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 yo. Like, I know y'all see accolades and I know y'all have seen strength and I know y'all see, oh, she doing this, she in corporate America. But, like, there are some truths that underlie these strings that I have found in my mid-20s. I mean, that's that's too long, honestly, that is really brokenness, you know? It's really, like, piling on accolades on top of, of, of strife and, and abandonment, right? So um, that book came out of a divorce that I experienced. I left a marriage, a four-year marriage, 10-year relationship in 2016. I was 26 years old. And I moved across the country on a one-way flight to a city I'd never visited before because I had been abused. And I was literally afraid of my life. Like, my partner from that time was really off of his rocker and um, just very unstable. So I needed to escape, right? And so I got to the Bay Area in 2016. I honestly started writing then, not knowing how long it would take me to finish, but I knew it would be very cathartic. And I knew that it was going to be a story that I had to tell because I spent my whole life getting over stuff like my mom being murdered and being from one household to another. I was in like my fifth form of a household by fifth grade, you know, and nobody could see this stuff on the outside. They were like, you're so perfect, you know, but that was the straw that broke the camel's back. And I was toe up, you know, so um, I started writing then. Uh, just at different times and my lows got lower. Like I, I literally got out of work one time and I was just woo, uh, broken. Like I couldn't work. I couldn't see people. I had social things. Like, oh, it's all kind of stuff. But in 2019, no, 2018, let me get y'all. I'm getting old. We in 2022. Okay. So in 2018, yeah. Um, towards the end of it, I said, you know, by the time I'm 30, I want to publish this book. I want that to be kind of memento, I guess, for the turn of a decade for me. And so I got serious about getting my plan together, my strategies together, thinking about my launch strategy, picking names of people I would want to read early before it was produced so that they can give honest reviews, et cetera, et cetera. And then in 2019, I spent that year writing. Like I would I would not go out to brunches. I would not hang out. Uh, you know, like I typically do on the weekends. I was in coffee shops. I, I, I bought a laptop, a portable one separate from my work one, and I just got into it. So honestly, it was, I buttoned it up intentionally for a year after three years of kind of being, you know, free-spirited about it. And then uh, it was done in September of 2019. And then my, my book cover art, my editing and everything else was done by uh, November. So it's very quick for those who are thinking about publishing. And then it was published January the 4th. And the story continues. <laughs> so I know I want to know. Toddy wants to know. Please tell everybody listening all the details of your magical, most beautiful proposal. I can't. Just tell us. Tell us. 
Y'all so sweet. I'm not good at like uh, talking about me with mushy stuff. I'm the hype woman. <laughs> but uh, get used to it, sis. That's what we do here. <laughs> um, but it was magical. I can say, Jesus Christ. Oh, I can say this is the purest. This is the purest love I've ever experienced. Um. I still struggle with mental illness. I take medicine every morning. And I've gone through stints with pulling back. But let me tell you something. That thing helps me out now. You know, and all of that shows up in my relationship, right? There are times when I'm not feeling my best. And so my mood is a little, you know, fragile, you know, all of these things. And I've shown up in my relationship as myself, never feeling I need to pretend or be better before I run him off. And that's crazy. Because like I said, I've never experienced that. It is always Talk a calculated game. Here, you hear me? Yeah. How, how can I keep him on his toes? How can I be that? You know, you know. Um, but he is, he, <laughs> he is tuned in with my my needs and my proclivities and my 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 moods better than I am. He'll tell me, nah, baby, I think you need to rest a little more today. I notice you, you know. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just beautiful, right? So that's protection um, right there. It is protection. Mm. It is safe. I mean, when we started dating, y'all, so I met him in Zanzibar in December of 2021. Uh, sorry, in December of 2020, um, during the Panini, before I moved to Africa in February of 2021. And uh, love at first sight, literally, I've never experienced that, but love at first sight. And I went back to Atlanta for two months. And literally, this man is, because he, you know, there's just the things he gleaned from me. This man was YouTubing depression and anxiety to understand how to respond to me, you know, because it will be times when I'm moving and he's telling me like, no, you got this champ, get up. And I would tell him, you can't tell me that. Like, no, uh, like, you know, uh, like I'm feeling, well, I can't shake it off. So he would Google like to understand the psychology of it and learn how to be there for me better by understanding all of these things. Right. So it's been a very mm. beautiful love. And then when it came down to the engagement, uh, we were in Zanzibar back where we met, which was crazy. We met in uh, December 2020. Uh, we we're back in, in Zanzibar, December 2021. Um, and he was very important for him to for to him for me to meet his family. So in May of 2021, um, I met his mom and his grandma and his siblings, et cetera, and a lot of his family who were in Dar es Salaam, Tanzania. And in this time, we took a journey out to the Serengeti to meet his daddy's people. And they hadn't seen him in 11 years, but it was very important to him that I met his family, you know? So we went very deep up into Tanzania and I met his grandmother, which is 89 years old. I went to his father's grave. His father died when he was a young boy. So we went to that grave. I met his uncle. They look just like him and his daddy uh, from the pictures. And yeah, did that. It was very beautiful. And then on New Year's Eve, the night of New Year's Eve, we were on this beach. Kendall Rocks is the area. It's like um, northern Zanzibar. Dancing, having a good time, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And they were about to do the fireworks show. My baby pulled me up and he's like, you know, let's get in the front. I'm like, okay, okay. And it was a lot of his friends there too. And they were all huddled on the side. It just so happens there was a a couple of photographers in the group, a a hype band as big as me, you know, (laughs) more lit than me. Yeah. Uh, So they were all standby. He had apparently told them. And then um, I was was literally hugging him the whole time during the countdown. And then I pulled out my phone to watch the fireworks. then when we got to one, it's a, like I got a clip of it on my phone. He pulls my hand and he turns at the same time and drops to his knee. 
and proposes. Yeah, that's how it was. It was just absolutely beautiful. Ooh. The white man comes over whistling and screaming. Right. The photographer's got this beautiful shot. Yeah. It was just it was amazing. Beautiful. Um, a fairy tale. And that's who he is. Like, he is so... Uh, I don't know. He's just such a pure person. Uh, and he loves me in such a... In such a a pure way that I've never experienced. Mm-hmm. Um, and I aspire, I aspire to be uh, as good of a human as he is, honestly. Like, I mm. aspire to be as good of a human as he is. Come on now. So, yeah. Mm. Well, I just want to thank, G, if you listening, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for just loving my it's sister been. the way she needs to be loved because she deserves okay. She deserves it and you deserve it and y'all deserve each other. And I am so excited for the both of you. I can't wait to see uh, where this journey takes y'all. I can't wait to continue to watch your love story and what this will blossom into. And I'm just, child, I'm just happy for you. I don't even know what else to say. I'm just, I could cry, but I'm not going to. (laughs) And you know, you said something that stuck out to me. And let me share Mm -hmm. with you why you said that. He used to do research and things um, about depression and anxiety. And, like, I don't know if you saw what I was doing. I was like, because I think that's important. And I think with the society we live in, we're just focused on the obvious things. We're focused on the looks, how much money a person makes. um, The more obvious features of a person. And for him to have taken that extra step, yeah. To say, okay, I see her flawed mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. How I can help her not to change her. Yeah. But help her to better navigate. Yeah. Life. That, what you just said, that's love. That's like, deep. why I relate to it is because I had been dating a guy and he also, you know, dealt with some of those things. And instead of me trying to change him or anything, I found myself also like Googling, like, mm-hmm. okay, how do I better deal mm-hmm. or respond to the moods or the mm-hmm. how that person operates? Because I'm not used to being dating a person like that. Yep. And I didn't want to change him. I just wanted to better understand where he was to be a better person for him. Yep. And I feel like that's love. Like, forget yep. how much money make forget how they look i don't care about that stuff no more and maybe we're just getting old i don't know but <laughs> maybe we're just getting old i don't know but i i really like i don't know your fiance but i'm just like so happy for you because we don't look for stuff like that in people anymore and and really it's not a lot of people that even would love you enough to say all right I see the flawed side. I'm not going to run from it, but let me figure out how I can better be more of an asset mm-hmm. to this person and understanding them better. So, sis, I'm so happy for you. I don't know if the wedding going to be in Thank Africa, you. but maybe, Kristen, we might need to take a trip. <laughs> oh, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna keep y'all posted. Y'all, y'all in an intimate, intimate circle. Absolutely. And I wanted to point out um, one other thing. So when. When Russ and I first got engaged, my, one of my friends said something that was so, so refreshing to hear that when you find someone who loves you and protects you, not only physically, but mentally and emotionally, right? Yep. And 
I felt that so deep because I too, and we've had many conversations, um, Casey, about me suffering with anxiety and depression and things like that. Mm -hmm. And when you find someone who may not understand, right? Russ didn't understand it at first. G didn't understand it at first, but they did their research, right? They became more aware because of who they loved, right? Yep. That right there is deep. deep. So I truly believe it was it was God's alignment and it was the ancestors that brought you two together, um, that, that he was the one that was going to not only um, be able to protect, but also nurture your soul as well. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm extremely, man, I could talk about this all day. <laughs> I'm, I'm just happy like, I'm, for y'all. Yeah. Thank Absolutely. you so much, Mama. Mm-hmm. Thank you so, so much. And, and speaking of love, you've done a lot of things in the love realm this year, Mama Sita. So Ooh. update us. What's happening in your Ooh. love life, uh, family wise? <laughs> y'all, I'm a whole wife and a whole mama. I- <laughs> that's all I can. I know that. That's, that's how I can sum it up. Five years ago, I think, like I say, five years ago, I didn't even imagine myself becoming a mom, right? I did not think that that was supposed to be a reality of mine, right? And I was okay with that. You know, for a long, long time, I said I didn't want kids, right? Um, I was surrounded by, I got a, y'all, I got a bunch of nieces and nephews. So I felt like, oh, well, you know, that's good for me. You know what I'm saying? I can play with them when it's time to go. It's time to go. Um, and so I never really imagined kids for me, but then when I met my now husband and seeing how he interacted, not only with his family, but just kids in general, it just opened my eyes a little bit more of like, I really want this for us, like for, for us to have a home with not just us two, but like our family, people, little ones that we created, that we can pour into. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're a part of us. You know what I mean? So it became um, a mindset of leaving a legacy, building a legacy and leaving a legacy. Right. And right before I said I do was when I found out I was pregnant. I was like, well, whoop. <laughs> Love it. It was like I remember it like it was girl. <laughs> I told the both of I told the both of y'all, which is crazy. I told the both of y'all before I like really announced it to people. Um, even before you know announcing it on social media, y'all because t- I wasn't even showing or nothing yet. I was still in my first trimester when I told y'all. And I just remember the both of y'all's faces when I told you. It was man. <laughs> Toddy Bob fell out of her chair. <laughs> Casey was just beaming. She was like, you know, when that jaw drops to the floor, she was like, oh, I was yeah. like, y'all, I'm pregnant. I, I still can't believe it, but <laughs> I am pregnant. And uh, y'all, y'all have both just in my entire journey of, you know, becoming engaged and getting pregnant and getting married. Y'all have always just poured love and light into me um, and into my family and just made sure that we good. You know what I mean? Like just checking, Hey, y'all good. Like, I know you new mama, you good, you know? And I mean, hell, Natasha done sent me some grocery money. Go get my niece and nephew. We didn't even know what she would go get her. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it takes a village and, you know, people are always there when the announcements are being made. But it's like, sure. mm-hmm. I guess as a mom, you know, I know, like, it's not freaking easy. Like, even like, it's, it's like a whole 
it's different. And I won't even say you have to be a mom to relate. I just feel like you have to be a compassionate person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to care. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, you know, with my friends, I can't speak for anybody else's friendships, but like when my friends are going through life things, like I want to be a part of that. Like not mm-hmm. just like the good part, but like when they, when they, Need a little help, or when things aren't good, like do they trust me enough to say, "Look, today ain't a good day. Like, yeah. It's nice. And I just, I'm, I'm grateful that we made that connection because it's necessary. Yeah, like it's so necessary, mm-hmm. man. Like, and especially as Black women, we're just so taught to be everything. Yeah, yep. say that and not have. Like, I get so frustrated when, like, I'm having a day and, like, people around me are making me feel bad for having a day. And I'm like, I'm human. Like, I can't carry this load today, nor do I care to carry it. Amen. And if you are going to make me feel bad about slipping up or falling or whatever, like, I don't need you in my space Mm. because I am going to fall. And I think as professional Black women... People don't want to give us no slack. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, we always got to be on or we always yep. got to be polished. And like, I'm like, y'all, please don't put me on the pedestal because I smoke hookah. I go yeah. out. I like, okay. Yeah. And if you see, I don't need you to put me on no, in no particular category. Amen. I want to be who I want to be in this moment. Amen. And mm. I need to be free to do that. Mm. And Amen. so I just, I'm grateful that we have that connection where, Rather, it's marriage, children, business. We can say, hey, sis, like, it's not all good. Like, Man. it's... And Natasha, uh, like, I, w- I will say, like, that is the thing that strikes me about you. And it has always struck me since day one. When I read your books and I saw how authentic you are, like, you stood out in a sea full of uh, strong Black women, right? Like, 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 it's a whole lot of strong Black women, um, but what you always see is them i mean that's what the, that's what a white world has done to us them being 110 percent good enough because you got to be you know what i'm saying you got to be that to get on the wick and you got to be that yep. to get the job and you know but you were so transparent about your uh lessons you were learning in real time about your failures about your fears about your evictions all of these things and when i'm reading this, i'm like this is gold right here like people can't just go into a barnes and noble and pick up a book that's gonna like relate to them so heavily right and the same thing was true when i joined some igs of christian christians and you were talking and like i don't know like just the level of wisdom you have that you pair with real talk you know like that's one thing that always strikes me about you natasha and i just i don't know i just want to say thank you sis um because i've not been y'all are ogs like i've not been i've not been in full-time entrepreneurship or entrepreneurship period um for a long time my my beginning of that was was when i published my book two years ago that was my first time having a product of my own to sell and natasha the way that you speak truth the way that you very candidly said i've told you this a couple times like stop expecting your family to show up for you in the way you need to like let that go like let that hurt go like stop <laughs> you're not like please let that hurt you, you go. big sis like you big sis in my eyes yeah um because yes. of the power of your words so thank you mm-hmm. thank you you're absolutely i mean right. i i've just learned like you just have to let life lead you and i didn't always understand that and I think one of the things a lot of us struggle with, and I say us because it's a very 
common thing is like people struck people are always trying to figure out what do I do next in business what do I do this this and that and it's like live mm-hmm. stop trying to take a shortcut on life because life ain't taking a shortcut on you mm-hmm. life gonna happen regardless so are you going to try to put yourself in this box or are you going to just let it let it be and pull what you can pull out of it to leverage in whatever other area of your life you got going on. And so I may not have all of the things and I, you know, I hear people say, you know, you inspire me this all. And I, I appreciate that, but it's like, I don't want to inspire you to just be inspired. Like I want you to understand you need to live your life and be smart enough to know what parts of that life to push you to the life you dream about. It's, it's not about like right now it's very important. Like these conversations are critical, Ooh, and if crazy. you keep running from them, if you keep trying to put them under a rug, you're not getting any closer to whatever it is that you want to have in life. Like whether it's babies, marriage, mm. whatever. Like it's not. And I just wish that more people understood that. So I'm just like, I'm so excited about this podcast, y'all. It's like a breath of mm-hmm. freaking fresh air because mm-hmm. these are conversations we have all the time, but it's so many black women that don't even feel vulnerable enough or feel like they have the space to even say some of the shit we want to be saying. Yeah. They're not free yet. So it's up to us to say, to to lead the example by example. I get so frustrated when people have these expectations of me to be like polished and professional all the time. It's like, I'm really not. Like, I, I mean, that's a part of it. And I feel like there's time and place for everything, but I'm really very down to earth in I just want to be real and I don't want to feel like I got to fit into a box because of what you expect of me. So I just hope that, um, you know, we can shine some light on that during this show too. Amen. And you said one thing, um, I think we can wrap it up with that. Um, that you said some people don't feel like they can talk about certain things or be certain things because they're not free yet. Right. That is one thing that I want Black women to come to this podcast and listen to this podcast and become free, right? Hear our stories, hear other people, you know, if we bring on other people's stories or whatever, and know that they can become free. They can be exactly who they want to be, not what society tells us to be, not what um, generations before us tell us to be. Be who you want to be. Create the life you want to live every single day and show up for yourself. Show up for yourself. Yep. So mm, that was episode Woo! one. <laughs> so y'all already good. know. Y'all already know what the vibes is gonna be like, what what kind of conversations we're gonna have, what kind of just good, just good energy that we're gonna have, right? So um again, I thank Casey, I thank you, and I thank you, Toddy, for um being a part of this, for joining me to have this powerful conversation this powerful podcast and i can't wait for the next one <laughs> it's up sis thanks queen it's up. love y'all it's up love you too you.